0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Welcome to the Women's Sanctuary, the podcast about tending the soul of women, sisterhood, and the rise of the sacred feminine. I'm your host, Arlia Hall. Hello, and welcome back. I'm Arlia, and this is the Women's Sanctuary. Today, I would like to talk to you about the fierce feminine, the feminine warrior archetype. It's been on my mind. It's been in my energy. It's because of circumstances in my life, and I'm seeing it in the women around me. I just finished presenting and working with the Tapestry Feminine Collective. I have some new exciting projects coming I can't wait to tell you about. And I have other projects coming to completion and work that I will no longer be doing. And it's a lot of change. Now, notice I didn't say good things and bad things because everything just is. And it depends on your perspective. Because your perspective will determine how you perceive what is happening. So for me personally, there are some things that have buoyed me, encouraged me, excited me. Others that have disappointed me. And I I went through an actual deep soul-searching spell of a sense of failure and disillusionment recently. And what I've come back to is this idea of the feminine warrior. Who is she? What does she look like? And how does she differ from our old, tired notions of the warrior? If you think of Joseph Campbell's hero's journey with a masculine protagonist, the hero leaves home leaves all the familiar territory goes on to to adventure finds things and beings that need to be fought and overcome and triumph over it. that's your traditional warrior there's been a lot of work in reimagining the hero's journey for the feminine and it it's the inner work it is it is the soul work about rediscovering, identifying who she is, shedding the layers of acculturation. It's the process of individuation healing and reclaiming her own identity, her own self. Whereas for the masculine, it's it's an outward victory over the forces that keep him from accomplishing what he wants to accomplish for the feminine warrior that hero's journey is definitely a critical element but it doesn't stop there she too creates change in the world and and uses her warrior spirit to fight for what is right so I offer this today because We are facing things we have never faced before. War on other sides of the world. So many social issues that are ripe and in our faces to be healed and transformed. Pieces of our culture and our business world that are crumbling and need to be reimagined. I would even lump in there the education system, which is coming under increasing scrutiny and is ready to be reimagined pieces that we saw that came to our consciousness maybe before the pandemic but certainly during the pandemic what i would call this growing awareness our eyes have been opened and awakening to who we are what's going on around us what we're doing to ourselves and what we might be able to do for ourselves and with each other To create the world we actually want to live in. So the feminine warrior deserves some contemplation because she doesn't look like the masculine warrior. And that's really the model that we've had for eons and that we've been swimming in. So it, it it would help us as women to understand and embrace this energy and face face our lives with strength and power and beauty. Okay, so let's dive in. There are a number of archetypes that speak to the feminine warrior. There's Athena, the the warrior goddess with the owl on her shoulder, which represents wisdom. She is very strong and she's wise. There's Anana, who went to the underworld to face her sister. And her sister let her in, but Inanna had to go through seven gates and at each gate divested herself of her worldly power, of all her power, till she was standing there naked and weak in front of her sister who killed her and put her on a meat hook. Inanna was rescued by these two beings who came to Ereshkigal and witnessed her pain, witnessed her agony, and in repayment, she allowed them to take Inanna back to the upper world. And one you may not think of as a goddess is Sophia. She is the personification of wisdom. And combined with the archetype of the Christ becomes the Christa Sophia, the the knowing and the The archetype of Christ is the Word, or the Logos, or the consciousness, and Sophia is the wisdom, and these two signify an integrated whole of divinity. I'll also throw in here an echo of the Christosophia energy, which is the myth of Kali and her husband, Shiva. Kali in her warrior nature to defeat the demons becomes bloodthirsty and loses her consciousness, her awareness. She's only driven by the killing. And the only person that can stop her is Shiva. He goes to her and he lays down on the ground, his belly exposed, Hoping and praying that she will wake up, you know, come to awareness and see him. And she raises her sword to kill him and then suddenly realizes who he is, comes back to herself and the killing stops. That's the fierce warrior nature saved by consciousness. And so for the feminine, the warrior is not she who fights. The warrior, the feminine warrior, is she who loves so deeply that she fights for what's right. The feminine warrior is sourced in her heart. And that kind of strength does not come without deep inner work and vulnerability and courage. A woman who has been through the fire, been to the underworld, fought the voices within her that are not her own, fought to free her own consciousness, her own value from the culture. That woman has felt the pain, faced the pain, and overcome. So I've talked around it. Let's isolate, crystallize what makes the feminine warrior. She has done the work. She has worked in her own depths to come home to herself and stand in that. And then once she does that, you better believe it if you've experienced it, then she has to fight in the outer world to maintain that and care for herself and be herself she has an open heart that doesn't mean she's soft it means quite the contrary that she can maintain an open heart she's aware and awake and fully present that means she not only is is aware of what she's doing and tracking herself She's tracking what's happening in the world, in her family, in her community, in the world. She's not turning a blind eye. She understands and sees the suffering and pain and injustice in the world. And because she's aware and awake, she has not shut down her heart. So she, her heart is open despite the pain. She sees what's going on. And because her heart is open and aware, that's where the ferocity comes from. She then is aware of the injustice in the world and is called to write it, to address it. And what does that look like? It can look like anything. For me, it's about a woman's Inherent power and agency, and I'm called to help women remember, remember their power and express it in the world. For others, it is animal rescue, or children's rights, or human trafficking, or um, LGBTQIA+ issues. For some, it's it's political activism. It doesn't really matter. What matters is if you are called to that, then what will you do with that calling? The difference here between the feminine warrior and anyone else who is out there doing good in the world surely from a desire to help change the world for the better. The difference is the feminine warrior is seated, grounded in her experience and her wisdom. The wisdom gained by those dark nights of the soul, the inner work, the inner turmoil, those experiences that change you forever, whether that be grief, trauma, suffering, or just the individuation process, the, the, the pure coming to self and owning your own life. The other difference is wisdom. I remember in the midst of the trauma and turmoil of my divorce many years ago, I began to reflect on the notion that suffering yields wisdom. And I honestly began to question that, like, why should I have to suffer to become wise? And I don't know, that may be an imponderable. There may be some measure of wisdom that some of us come into this existence with. Of course there is. This wisdom is sourced in human experience. It can be sourced in the channeling of the divine through us, our connection to the stars, our connection to divine beings, whatever it is, we own our own wisdom. And it is part of what any human, male or female, masculine or feminine, it's part of the gift they bring to our shared experience. The deep-seated feminine wisdom comes through her body and her heart. They're inseparable. It's an embodied wisdom, though, and that's the distinctive quality of it. A woman's nature is inherently creative whether you consider yourself creative or not, we have the creative force within us to create life from nothing. That moves in us and through us. That in and of itself is a very distinctive feature of our warrior nature. You may not think of the creative Fertility as a warrior aspect, but it absolutely is. If you think about the strategy and creativity needed to meet some of the most pressing issues personally and globally, then of course, our inherent creative resource, that fountain of life within us is absolutely necessary to creating lasting sustainable change often when we think of those who are on the front lines of social change spiritual change political change those who are showing up for the battle we might come to this archetype of the burned out social worker the nonprofit Person who is just giving her all and exhausts herself in the process. And that happens all too often. But that brings us to the next piece of the feminine warrior. And that is, because she has done the inner work, because this woman is a warrior and has fought the fight within herself, she knows how to care for herself first. She's not giving from an empty cup. She's not giving from a, a dry well. She knows how to feed herself, how to tap into that inner well, that river of living water within her. The feminine warrior knows how to access it, how to be rooted in it, how to let it feed her so that she then can let it flow out through her into the world. I love that image the the river is a gorgeous metaphor for how the divine flows into us nourishes us and then flows out through us from us into the world the next piece of the feminine warrior is The ability to act, the ability to speak, this wisdom and this ferocity and this river of living water, how does it go out into the world through our actions, through our voice? Whatever our calling, we are asked to act on it. It may not be public speaking. It may be deep tending of our family and friends, however it looks, it requires that we stand and act and speak. My heart breaks for all the internalized lessons, the internalized messages, myself included, about how we were not to be vocal, not to be heard, seen and not heard like children. Many women across the globe have been breaking the spell of being told not to speak. For some of us still our voice shakes, but nonetheless we speak. And the feminine warrior, that's one of the warrior aspects, is to be able to overcome that fear and that conditioning and speak. If you haven't noticed, we are basically covering the chakras here. We've talked about the grounding, being grounded in her identity and owning it. I will add in that root chakra area, the sense of safety the sense that I am safe because I know who I am. I know what I am called to do. And I know I am rooted and grounded in the divine, in the larger part of me, in all that is. One of the pieces I came to recently is that the clarity of vision is what centers you and grounds you in the midst of change and chaos and all the decisions required to navigate uncertainty. So in that root chakra area, we have this sense of safety, of calm, of rootedness, of identity. Moving up into the second chakra, we have this vital force of creativity, understanding our huge creative power, owning it and knowing how to tap into it for ourselves and for the world at large. Then moving up into the third chakra, knowing who we are, Owning it, standing in it and being able to activate our own power. I will do this. I am and I not alone, but certainly owning the responsibility to act. And then moving up into the heart chakra, able to be fully open and yet safe, and able to love fully, feel fully. Be present with all that is and allow our hearts to break and expand grow. Moving up into the throat chakra, speaking, acting, showing up, all that we're called to do the ways we are called to collaborate and love each other, the ways we are called to be so fiercely ourselves that we're light as a feather, right? We are no longer carrying the baggage. We are no longer hiding our truth. It is in that expression of who we truly are being unapologetic and allowing that river of living water through us, that we can be that light and pure as a feather. I want to add a word here about, or more than a word, about vulnerability. I do not want to paint the feminine warrior, although she is fierce, as untouchable, hard, cold, and without compassion. Because there's no way that someone with that much strength and wisdom and experience and open-heartedness would be hard, cold, unfeeling. Absolutely not. There's a place for strength to face what needs to be faced, to speak truth to power, to speak truth to systems of injustice and be able to open your heart and be vulnerable in the spaces that matter, in the spaces with love, family, spaces where you're willing to build connection, in the ways that serve connection and love, and relationship, authenticity, the ability to be yourself, to show up as yourself, and trust that those who are meant for you will respond and honor your vulnerability. The feminine warrior understands the value, necessity of connection, They're willing to be vulnerable. They're willing to be uncomfortable. They're absolutely committed to their authenticity and honesty. And they're able to embody compassion for themselves and others. All of these qualities of the heart make for a human who is rich, complex, Brave and willing to show up as themselves, willing to show up for others, willing to be themselves. Whether that requires a fight, whether that requires vulnerability and tenderness, when that requires compassion for self and others, all the things necessary to fight for themselves and to stand. For what's right and true. Moving up into the sixth and seventh chakras, that the knowing, intuition, the wisdom, both earned and inherited and divine, all of it, being able to access it and perceive. Clearly, because our perspective is both rooted and aligned with the divine, rooted into Mother Earth and aligned with our eternal spirit, which brings us up into the ca- crown chakra, which I haven't spoken of yet, but it is surrender and openness, to the divine, however we perceive that. Not shutting ourselves off, not allowing our egos to shut ourselves down and be only the superhuman who can do it all herself. No. It is that clear channel, clear centered channel open to the wisdom of the cosmos and the divine flowing through us, flowing cleanly through our entire being and then rooting ourselves into the sustenance and wisdom of Gaia, our mother. The path of the feminine warrior is not, quote, easy but I don't know anyone's path is easy. (laughs) And if it's easy, it's not your path. The narrow, winding path of your own destiny will require you to become a feminine warrior. It will require all of you. And our world today requires all of us. In every sense of the word, it requires our entire being to be in alignment with our truth and our ability to act. And it requires all of us together. I know I talk about this a lot because it is so vitally important. I need you. You need me. We all need to combine our unique magic, beauty, and gifts to create what is ready to come forward. I pray this gives you hope for the the sadness and despair which can crop up when you look around us. I have felt some sense of isolation lately because I work from home. I am mostly home. And I have beautiful community online and some community in person. And yet I'm craving more. I'm open to being creative about finding it. And I encourage you to be as well if that calls to you. The feminine warrior. She's not perfect. She's not without challenges and moments of being misguided or confused don't get me wrong she's not perfect but she knows how to lead herself she knows how to be supported grounded and how to seek sisterhood and community and she knows how to affect change according to her own vision if this speaks to you and if you have a desire to develop your own inner feminine warrior, I'm happy to help. I have fought the good fight. I have earned my wisdom. And I am in perpetual learning of how to stand as that strong feminine warrior, open hearted and as i saw in a vision once with a sword in one hand and a pin in the other your warrior may look different but she is every bit as powerful and capable of changing the world and we can do it together Thank you so much for being here with me today. I have some great new shows coming up and some exciting news beginning of 2024. So you can find all of my episodes at thewomenssanctuary.com. If you like this show, please share it with your friends. Like and subscribe, review, and feel free to look through past episodes for more inspiration and some interviews with amazing women who are also fierce feminine warriors. Thank you for being here. I'm Arlia Hoffman and this is the Women's Sanctuary. We'll see you next time.